When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Mark Vernon and I'm a psychotherapist and a writer based in London and particularly interested in inner life, both therapeutically but also what it means for our times and culture now that we don't seem very good at inner life. You've written before and I think no one could deny it that those of us in Western societies are undergoing a, a crisis on multiple levels. Um, one of which is the sense that there's no legitimacy to our stories, our myths, our values, and they're not nurturing us in the possibilities of meaning. What is your what is your account of why it feels so acute right now? I mean, I think we are in a crisis of meaning. It's not to say that everyone feels they're living meaningless lives all the time, but um, there is a sense of um, what, for example, is growth about apart from growth for growth's sake in an economy. Um, and certainly when you look at the mental health crisis um, and so on, you wonder whether there's something structurally wrong in our society, not just to do with individuals. But I think there is a bigger story that can be told about the predicament we find ourselves in now. Um, and I've been very influenced by a chap called Owen Barfield in this, he realised that cultures, civilizations, go through um, sort of periods where meaning feels like it's flooding all around and then that meaning seems to withdraw. Um, and he wondered, you know, what might be the meaning of that itself? And um, he was broadly influenced by Neoplatonic ideas um, which see our lives on the sort of grandest scale as being a kind of emanation from the divine and then a return. But the return is with difference. And in particular, the return is with more individual freedom, awareness, um, creativity, so that the return is an expansion, um, a development, you might say, on the original life impulse, the original emanation. And he thought this expansion of life occurs through the crisis of meaning because what that does is it makes you turn on yourself um, to seek within your own capacities for meaning that develops yourself um, you know it's 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 a it's the common truth really that and um, we often only um, learn in our lives when we go through some kind of crisis or experience some sort of suffering 
um, even some kind of death, um, if that means realising that our own small self is really not enough to live by and we need to in some way give up the expectation that it is in order to find a wider sense of self. So that is the meaning, he thought, of the meaning crisis. And what we need to do now, as it were, is to realise that with an intensified sense of ourselves, um, we're actually able to form, reform deeper connections with the world around us. Um, you know, maybe because it's informed by science, which really only comes about when human beings feel they need to um, understand the world by their own accounts, you know, rather than, say, by older processes of myth or divination, um, those kind of things, which uh, our ancestors would have routinely used. You know, psychotherapy, I think, was born um, really to help people develop their sense of their inner vitality. And the great thing about psychotherapy is that, um, apart from the clinical hope that you help people, um, when you start to see the inner dynamics of your life, you also start to realise that there's a whole lot more going on than you ever thought possible. And that is the beginning of an expansion that, you know, in principle just ripples out and out and out. And so you realise that your consciousness is just, only part of it really is your own. Um, and the task actually is to learn to relate to that wider consciousness. Um, and so that too produces a reconnection which brings back meaning um, I, I think that consciousness can't emerge um, I'm an idealist um, in that sense um, and therefore um, you know our consciousness is always already about relating um, you know uh, intentionality isn't just about me having my say in the world or seizing my bit of the world um, or even, you know, more kindly relating to the world around me. Um, intention always, as it were, was borrowed um, from the intentionality of the consciousness in which we already swim and, uh, and are born, uh, where, which our consciousness depends upon. Um, you know, there's many, many metaphors for this. Um, one would be the wave on the surface of the sea, um, uh, a more Christian way of putting it perhaps would be that we're made in the image of God. Um, you know, different times and places have had different ways of expressing this intuition. But I think that um, once you start getting into this, you start to realise that um, consciousness has certain asymmetrical properties. Um, so, for example, I think that the desire for life on the whole is stronger than the desire for death. Um, it's not always the case in particular individuals. Um, but if it weren't, I think that humanity would have already disappeared down a kind of um, terrible spiral out of existence. Um, similarly, I think that the desire for love is stronger than the desire for hate. Um, and I partly say that because actually I think love contains quite a lot of hate. But on the whole, the love wins out. Otherwise, there really would be total warfare all the time. Um, so this is not, you know, Panglossian. It's not saying that everything at heart is good, beautiful and true straightforwardly. But it's saying that in the tug and the tension and the struggles of life, which, you know, to go back to Barfield's point, I think is necessary because that's what makes us more. Um, there is, um, you might say, a, a kind of tendency towards 
the good, the beautiful and the true, to use the platonic expressions. All you know, the more Christian expressions would be to say that um, faith, hope and love are the virtues that make for more life um, than, say, you know, despair, um, hate um, and uh, self-solipsism, if, that, if they, they would be the opposites. Um, you know, you, when you have a bad day, it looks like that's not the case. But when you consider it in the round, I think this asymmetric um, nature of consciousness starts to show up. Um, so the task, therefore, is to align ourselves more and more with um, the virtuous spiral up um, and to um, help to be alongside, if not actually um, mitigate the times when people do spiral down which is another way of putting out why I'm a therapist. Making Meaning is a limited series from Ministry of Ideas. It is produced by me, Zachary Davis, and Jack Pombriand. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support us by sharing the show with your friends, subscribing, and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. For more information, visit our website at ministryofideas.org. You can connect with us on Twitter, where we're at Ministry of Ideas. You can also email us at Zachary at ministryofideas.org. We would love to hear from you. Ministry of Ideas is a proud member of Hub & Spoke, a Boston-centric collective of smart, idea-driven podcasts. You can check out all of our shows at hubspokeaudio.org.